0: what is up everybody thank you all for joining me in the latest Mortcast, part of the csg network i am of course your host jeff morton uh today's going to be kind of a soapboxy um, podcast so if you are not into that sort of thing i suggest that you um uh, not tune in and listen um <laughs> This is about what happened with Anthony Edwards, uh, his Instagram video that he had up that he deleted, and his subsequent apology, and how it got kind of buried underneath the Robert Sarver, uh, which is was very, I'm not discounting what happened with the Robert Sarver report and the lack of punishment, but I'm going to talk about how the NBA has an issue. And it is really disheartening for someone who uh, happens to be gay and covers the NBA and how it kind of makes it less fun. Um, One of the things that I wanted to bring up was there was an LZ Granderson um, column in uh, the LA Times about how we shouldn't have to be coming back to this BS with... uh, the, the homophobia homophobic comments in the NBA. Um, this, unfortunately, has been happening over and over and over and over again um, through the years. Uh, going back for, at this point, decades, you got Tim Hardaway, who was out of the league at that time, but saying that he hates gay people. You got Kobe Bryant. You had um, just... Uh, the uh, uh, Kevin Durant and his uh, direct messages to Michael Rappaport. Um, you've got uh, then Anthony Edwards. And I, it, 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 it is something, and that's just the, you know, just what I can remember. One of the issues I'm having is kind of how we move on. We move on in a way that is not productive for the conversation, because I think the conversation needs to be had about how we talk about this subject about homophobia, specifically with the way that what happened with Anthony Edwards was 100% homophobia. I mean, that is you... A group of people who hadn't seen the video, a group of gay men was uh, uh, just minding their own business, standing on the sidewalk. And uh, Anthony Edwards rolls down this window, takes a video, and calls them queers and uh, says, what's this world coming to? And all this stuff, like, for for what reason? For what reason would you do that? And, I, and, I, and other than the fact that you wanted to humiliate them uh, and uh, put it up on a video, people who were just, and, and let me stress this, minding their own business, not bothering you literally at all. You are in a car in traffic. They are standing on the sidewalk. And uh, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair to them, wasn't fair to the people who are gay who happen to be either both covering the league or um, happen to be fans of the league. And I would not blame anyone who is uh, happens to be gay, who witnesses this sort of thing and uh, thinks that it's uh, not worth it to watch the sport that they may love. You know, gay sports fans are not a huge segment of the population. Um, they're not a huge segment of the population in general being gay, but it is, um, it is not a, an enormous demographic, but it's not being quote unquote woke, which is offensive by the way, just using woke for everything and really co-opting, um, African American culture to make uh, basically turn it into back into a slur is, uh, uh, very offensive to me personally. But aside from that, there is a what I can only describe as a culture of this sort of thing that is in athletics, because this obviously definitely is not exclusive to the NBA, but the obviously NBA players tend to have used social media and make things um, more public than the other sports leagues. So, and that's the league I'm covering. So I'm focusing on, on the NBA, but it's a, it, it does seem to be a culture, and that is what is bugging me. Um, everyone knows that uh, at by this point, if you've listened to this podcast, uh, and I may when I tweet this out uh, in the, in on Monday morning, um, I may put out the tweet out the article that I wrote from uh, in July about how basically I lost my passion with covering Denver Nuggets after the Nikola Jokic no homo incident. Um, I kind of delineate that between other incidents, mostly because I could tell it was a joke, but it was still wrong, and it still made me feel like shit. And I couldn't communicate it to the people who I worked with. I couldn't communicate it to to appropriately to them because I lost the ability to do so, because I realized at that moment I was the only one. Now, um, in I'm can only think of uh, my friend Chris Hine in, uh, uh, I think, he, Chris Hine writes for, uh, uh, covers the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves up there in Minnesota, and uh, he's gay. Uh, he did a great pod, podcast um, with a uh, fellow uh, Timberwolves beat writer, John Krasinski, um, about this subject. And uh, I suggest that you listen to that because I'm not going to speak for him. Uh, I'm not going to speak for what he feels and what he, the way he approaches this thing, because he is a B writer and he's got his own point of view and he covers this team intimately. I have no relationship with that, but I can only speak for me. And I kind of made this whole incident with Anthony Ambers made me think of him and it made me think of other people who in the league who may be gay who cover the teams or people who are still closeted gay people who cover who who are on these teams who you know at this point that's just a guess um how something like this makes them feel because when let me put this into context and why what happened with Anthony Edwards You know, he didn't, for the record, he did apologize. He apologized on Twitter. Um, He apologized within hours of the video coming out, okay? But, uh, and also, uh, former Denver Nuggets um, um, team president, Tim Connolly, is currently the team president of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I'm I'm relatively certain that uh, he is... Not someone who would tolerate that sort of thing, and uh, but I don't know. I don't cover the team anymore. I don't know how Tim would handle that sort of thing up there. But we understand that what happened with Edwards was different. What he did was different, and let me explain why it was different. Um, It was arrogant. It was extremely unaccountable. And it was without fear of being shamed by his teammates. Um, and that is really what struck me, is because no one no one would do that sort of thing in a bigoted, quote-unquote, way if, if that was the intent, and who knows what's in his heart. But no one would do that sort of thing if they felt that they were going to feel the wrath of their teammates um, and uh, has the arrogance of having being socially protected. And that's really what bugged me. There was, no, there, was no thought to, uh, there was no thought to how this would affect the people he was talking about, which is something that is remarkable to me, how you can do something like that and not have any thought about the people you are mocking because you're putting it on social media. You're putting it on Instagram. It got picked up. Went all over Twitter. Okay. You you even if you don't think it's going to spread like wildfire, which at this point you should know you're a celebrity, and uh, uh, everything every celebrity posts on social media is going to get attention. You you have the 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 absolute arrogance temerity to post it to your social media. I mean I mean one of the one of the sad things about this is that none of us if 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 Anthony Edwards had just rolled down his window and done the same thing without the video, none of us would know. No one would know this. And he did this to himself because there was an arrogance about it. And that's what bugs me because there there obviously was no feel that he was going to be have the shame of his, his teammates put upon him, or something like that. And I don't know how the, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves will react to this sort of thing. Um, I have a feeling Tim Connolly wasn't happy um, be, just knowing him the way I do, and I'm sure I don't know what the NBA is going to do. I'm be honest with you, the, the, the league has been handled this uh, issue with fines, but it's pretty much that. It's just fines. And these guys kind of just like, okay, well, if I do this, I'm going to get fined. Um, and then what that succeeds in doing is just burying the, the homophobia under layers of, of uh, privacy. You know. And it goes back to that thing I was talking about where uh, if you do this thing without the camera, you're just doing it. And I, 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 I'm just it's disconcerting to me because I can't get over this feeling that is going to happen again. It's going to happen yet again. And I am not looking specifically for any quote unquote pity here. i this is not a pity parade. I don't care what anyone thinks of me personally. Okay. I never have, and I never will. Uh, if I cared what people thought of me, I wouldn't have been overweight for most of my life. Okay. This is really just a one hundred percent fact. Okay, so whatever someone thinks of me, you think of it of me that way. Um, I, uh, but when I look at other people and I look at people who are affected completely, directly, is, in terms of what the incident happened in that video, uh, those guys did not deserve what Anthony Edwards gave him, gave them, and um, that is where my brain kind of looks I mean just kind of just goes to is that those people there didn't didn't deserve this they didn't deserve to be heckled they were minding their own business standing on the street and you took it upon yourself to do this and and I would react the same way to anyone absolutely anyone who uh was in a position like Anthony Edwards is or even not in a position if you are someone who is just on the street and you are heckling people who are minding their own business, there's something wrong with you. And I I, I don't know how this will be solved by the NBA, because this seems to happen again and again and again. And clearly, and, and just from my perspective, NBA players don't think this is a big deal, and that is a fucking problem. When you get to the point where this shit does not bother you, that's a fucking problem because it keeps happening over and over and over. And yeah, it's kind of the arrogance of the Robert Sarver thing, who for eight, 18 years was been abusing people he, who work under him, um, uh, engaging in casual racism, and uh, just being a general awful human. And the arrogance of that was that until it took him 18 years to get this held accountable for it right this is on a different level because this is in general a, pl- a place where nba players don't think anything is going to happen other than getting fined i don't know what to do otherwise i mean, I mean honestly I, could, I i'm not the i'm not a person who is going to sit here and tell you i know the answer about how to solve this sort of thing Maybe some education, but I mean, look, people take these education classes like um, uh, a class you have a mandatory class that you have to do to pass a course. You don't absorb this into your brain. It, people go to these classes and they go on autopilot. It is—it's not something that you—you you will ever really get like any sort of uh, uh, intentionality out of it. It is—it is, it is just—it's—it's—they just, won't look at it seriously. And I, I think of people like Chris Hine, who has to cover this team, and I'm like, I would be. I'm thinking of how I reacted with the Nikola Jokic thing. How 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 do you how do you process that if you're directly if someone looks at people who are like you and says and feels that that is something that is worth mocking? And I always kind of and I'm going to kind of bring the point of this into. My explanation to people when I'm I'm describing how homophobia works and how it affects people, uh, and I always say, look, if there was um, something about you no one knew, and they treated you one way, but if they found out of that about you, they wouldn't treat you the same way. Okay. And I'm not talking about anything sort of criminality. I'm just talking about just you, something fundamentally about you as a person, right? Um, so some people, like me, um, when I was in Nuggets locker rooms, I did, I'm, I'll be honest with you folks, no one on the, on the, other than the Nuggets management, the players sure as hell didn't know I'm gay, and unless they Googled me, uh, I, I highly doubt that they... They they know because I've never talked about it, and it's quite frankly, it's not something that you'd talk about in a in a uh, in a locker room situation with anyone. It's just it's not something that comes up. It's not, nor would it. Um, but uh, if they found out that I was gay, I can guarantee you that they would treat me differently. Um, so, and that is not always homophobia. That is just finding out something about someone. But if you find out that someone is gay, and it fundamentally changes the way you think of them in a negative way, that starts becoming homophobic. People throw can throw all the religious malarkey at me. I was look at. I was raised in a church. Okay, I was raised in a church for up until I was an adult. And um, none of the BS religious things will are, will phase me here. Okay, and there are there are just if it if you get to a point where where you the way you look at someone changes because you find out they're gay, there's something wrong with you. And I'll be honest with you, that is how homophobia feels. It's like there is something about you that you cannot change that that you are. But, but it is something that is so casual that it's... It, I mean, the let me describe something to you in a, in a way that maybe makes uh, more sense. And it probably goes to the male ego. Just because someone's gay doesn't mean that they're checking out your ass, okay? Um, that doesn't mean that they're into you. Um, there seems to be this assumption that, if you're gay, you're obviously looking at me. And that is not the way shit works. Okay. And you got to be attracted to someone first. So some of the male ego is obviously you're looking at me. Yeah, no, no, because I, I, I'm, I'm, look at me. I'm great. I'm, I'm great looking. Why wouldn't you look at me? Why wouldn't you look at me? But don't look at me. Right. And it, and it's, and it's a ridiculous set of circumstances that doesn't make any sense. Other than the fact that it's shrouded in ego, well, homophobia comes into that kind of male ego sense. Okay, and I'm talking specifically about gay people. I can't speak for lesbians or uh, transgender people, which I'm sure get it in far worse than uh, I will ever get it. Um, and I'm not, I haven't encountered homophobia directed at me in any sense in any. Let me clarify this. In any sense in any NBA locker room, um. I've never had it directed at me, Um, and I think largely that's because no one knows, okay? But I know for a fact, and this is why people stay closeted, uh, I know for a fact that if it was, and if they did find out, they wouldn't look at me the same way, and that is uncomfortable, and I don't know how to solve that. I have no idea how to solve that what do you do in that situation what is there? what what do you do in a situation where if someone googles you finds out that you are gay and they suddenly don't want to talk to you what do you do it's your job and, I, and that is where i can't square the circle it is hard enough to deal with this sort of thing and just keep it to yourself which look no i mean i, I don't i just It's easy for me not to talk about it because why would you? Why would you bring that up? Why would it be something that you just randomly bring up in a in a situation where you're covering a basketball team? You just don't do. do, Why would that subject ever come up? But if someone finds that out about you and they don't want to talk to you anymore, well, how do you deal with that? And for those guys that were standing on the sidewalk with Anthony Edwards just there mocking them for just being standing on the sidewalk how do you how do you change that sort of behavior how do you how do you how do you look at that and not think there's something wrong I I, I don't know I don't know how to solve this and I wish I did Um, and some of this right now is just me venting out what the feelings are but the NBA has a problem this keeps happening over and over again this has gone beyond just getting punishment. This is just—it's—it seems to be a sports culture thing, and I don't know how you change it. And it's made covering the league far, far less fun. It's—it's it's disheartening. So we you know. Anyway, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I'll be back soon with another episode. Goodbye.